Good morning. Happy Thursday, my friends. My name is Easton Hartzell, and you're listening to Learning Christ, our Finding Christ podcast. And today I'm here with Erica. Erica, what is good? How are you? Hi, Easton. I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited for you to be here with us today. Erica is one of my good friends. I basically live at her house. I'm there constantly. Um, We have very close mutual friends. But Erica, she served in the Paraguay Asuncion North Mission. And how long ago did you get home? Um, I got home about a year and a half ago. Well, that's about when I got home too, about a year and a half ago. She went to BYU and she's now like a beauty professional. She does hair, nails, makeup, all that type of stuff. Anything yeah. else I should say about you, Erica? Or? Mm, no, that's about it. Just um, from Washington. Oh, yeah. Uh, moved here in uh, 2020, went to BYU for some time, found out I wanted to try something new and then ended up in the beauty industry and we love it. So, that is yeah. Cool. Well, I'm excited to have you, Erica, and my friends who are listening, I do just want to make sure to invite you guys, go and share the podcast with your friends, throw it on your Instagram, Facebook story, and make sure you like and turn on your notifications. We're going to go ahead and get started, though. Um, this week, we're going to be in um, the book of John, which I'm so excited about. And Erica, what verse stuck out to you the most from this past week, or from this week? So uh, there was a lot of verses that actually stood out to me, but I love how this chapter just kind of goes on about like from like the very beginning to talking about like Christ and like uh, inviting us to come to him more than anything and who Christ is. And I think one of the verses that stood out on that was verse five and verse five says, and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. And I think the reason why this scripture specifically stood out to me was because it's like the light that Christ has and this light of God too that um is there but it's not just like the light because they are the light right and I think for me it was this scripture is quite literal um when it talks about Christ and God being the light um for example um there's been like times in my life where I felt like I was in complete darkness and I think that is why when I turned to Christ, that was when I felt like I was kind of coming out of this hole or it was like the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. Um, how do you feel like you've been able to, like, how do you feel like you're able to like receive that light and like actually invite the light in? Cause I know sometimes like when I've had dark moments, I feel like there's like no hope and you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and there is a specific experience that I have with this. So this actually happened um, upon returning from my mission. So not many people really like know this, not something I like share, but I did uh, return home early from my mission. I got sick and, you know, we did everything we could. And ultimately um, my family and uh, my priesthood leaders decided that it was best for me to like return home. So we all know returning home from a mission, sometimes it kind of just shakes you and you're like, whoa and I feel like everybody around's like oh like you're home and it's surprising and you're like yeah like well it's kind of surprising for me too and I think when I came home from my mission I was just more sad than anything I was just really really sad and was like just had so many questions but that sadness quickly turned into anger for me I remember I was just kind of like I don't I don't want to say I was like questioning but I was 
really like just so confused because up to this point in my life I had done everything I could to prepare for a mission I like obviously like was doing um going out with like missionaries and just stuff like that like getting ready like kind of getting a feel of things and then I in my head I was kind of like wow I set apart these 18 months of my life to go and like serve God and I just had all this like my life kind of planned out and then when it was just kind of like a switch and like in the blink of an eye I was on an airplane back home and I was home and I just didn't know like where to go from there and not just being home but I think on top of that my health was just rapidly declining and it got to a point where I was like all I wanted to do was serve God and now I feel like I am just like I had hit rock bottom I was just like home didn't know like if I was going to be able to go back out on my mission or if I was gonna just end up staying I didn't know what was like gonna happen with my health and just all of these things and then um I remember I I like talked to my like state president and everything and he was like I think it's just best that you kind of just take a step back and kind of like just plan for what's ahead and in my head, I was like, no, I want to go back out and I'm going to do everything I can to go back out. But when the answer was like, no, I just I moved to Utah back again. And then I just started college and I try to act like everything was normal. But when everything wasn't and that anger was still there, I just pretended like my mission never happened. I put all my mission pictures away and everything that reminded me of my mission, I like kind of just shoved it in a box. And I was like, okay, I never left to Prairie Way. I never went on a mission. I've been here since 2020 and nothing has changed. I, I kind of tried to pretend like nothing had happened. And I was just so mad at the fact that I wasn't able, I didn't feel like I had accomplished what I thought I needed to do on my mission. And so uh, just like, I think just kind of like feeling that way, I was, I was so angry and just kind of felt so alone. And I think when I got into that mindset is when I kind of started like pushing myself aside and kind of, I wasn't like reading my scriptures anymore. I wasn't doing the things that like I was just doing even like daily prayer, which like has always been a thing. Like I, I try to say like my morning and night prayers, I like wasn't doing that anymore. And I called my mom and I told her like, I don't know what's happening. And it was so sad because I was literally just a missionary. And I'm like, how do you go from talking about God all day and that's all you're focused on to like not even involving him in your life anymore and so I think that was when I was just in complete darkness and I didn't understand why I kept blaming it on my health I'm like oh I'm just like sick all the time I'm sleeping all the time but in reality I think it was the fact that I was kind of pushing God aside when that darkness in my life came so it wasn't until I actually ended up meeting with my bishop and I was very very vulnerable with him I told him everything I was feeling and he just his answer was simple it was just like just start back up with your daily prayers like kind of just like starting back up with the normal the prayers and maybe like a scripture a day or something like that and it wasn't until I invited Christ back in my life that way that I truly began to like see the light in my life again and it wasn't something drastic that I had to do it was doing like just the small little things mm -hmm. that um, counted as efforts and it wasn't necessarily, I think it was like the intention that I had of wanting to have Christ in my life again, that I was able to actually see that. That is so cool. And that's so hard, but it's so cool that you're kind of now on the other side of that 
darkness. You can see where you came from. But I talked to so many different young adults and like people who've gotten home from their mission who I feel like go through very similar things, especially coming home from their mission, whether they come home early or just come home in general. I think it's just such a hard transitionary point for everybody. What what would you say to somebody that is like going through that same thing right now, who feels like they're in darkness, who feels like they there's not much ahead of them? Um, it's obviously easier said than done, but I think mine would just be like, just hold on and grasp onto any little piece of hope that you still have. And for me, I, I was always just like, I just felt abandoned at that point. I was like, why, why am I not feeling his love? But I wanted to so badly. And I think for me was, I couldn't, I couldn't deny that Christ's love was not real ever because I saw it in my life and I saw it daily on the mission, even when I was going through the hardest things. But I think it's just holding on to the little, little things that you still see. And for me, the way I kept this was I started this little journal and I called it my ICU journal. And it was the dumbest things that in the day that like made me laugh. Like for example, um, one day I was having a horrible day and I just bumped my head really hard going into my car. And I didn't know whether to like just start crying or something, but I started laughing. And I was just like, wow, even though I like just hit my head on my car, I got a little bit of laughter out of this day. Mm -hmm. So just writing that down and then or a simple sunset that like made me feel happy or maybe a friend reaching out that day. And it's it wasn't until I was able to write those things down. I was like, that was Christ sending those people to me and showing me his love through other people. So even though like you may feel like God's not there or you feel abandoned and alone he really isn't the smallest details mm -hmm. focusing on the little things he does because as we do i know that we'll be able to see his hand in our life like 100 percent certain Eric, yeah when i test five your words thank you so much is there anything else you want to add before we close things up any other verses you want to share anything uh so in verse 12 it says but as many as receiveth him to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. And so when I read the scripture, I think about what does it mean to become? And in Come Follow Me, um, on the personal study section, um, it asks us how, what does it mean when he says power to become the sons and daughters of God? And I specifically like this part where it says, although we are spiritually daughters and sons of God, the father we sin we become strange or separated from him jesus christ offers us a way back through his through his atoning sacrifice and this can mean a lot of things because for example when i felt like i was kind of just like letting go of everything i had always known and just kind of taking a step back what kind of felt like i guess you could say um god is always going to offer us and reach his hand out to us and he's always going to give us that option to come to him and become like him and I think on this topic of feeling just like left and in this place of like darkness that option for us is never going to be gone we're always going to be able to um, have that invitation and become like Christ and come to him and it's through his atonement that really we can always find a way back.
and it's never not there and it's never too late and no matter how long it's been or how low we feel I guess in our lives when it comes to that point um just like by reading that scripture uh that scripture verse where it says power to become he has already given us that power and it's up to us whether we're choosing to accept it or not but it's always going to be there so I really just like that scripture because I know that no matter how messy or how far gone I think I have ever been in my life that power from God is always going to be there that's so cool and I loved how you said we need to receive it like we already have it it's within us but we have to receive it that's so cool thank you so much for joining us today and thank you for your testimony and your experiences do you have any last advice or words of wisdom that you'd leave with anybody listening today? Um, no, just my testimony. And it's very simple. I just know that God is real and that Christ lives and they love us so much. And we're, we're never alone. And he just sends so many amazing people into our lives every day. And it's in the details where we can see him. And yeah, my testimony is strong and I love this gospel and everything it has. And yeah, I just say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, Amen. Man, <laughs> Erica, thank you so much. You're incredible. And thank you, everybody, for listening today. Um, once again, go share this with your loved ones. I know so many people who need to hear this message. I know so many people struggling, feeling like there's literally no hope in life. But we can, we've seen it here. We can see it in ourselves. There is hope. And there is hope through Jesus Christ. I love you all. And Erica, I love you, and I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and I will see you tomorrow.